Hello, and welcome to Azeroth United, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft Dragonflight, World of Warcraft Classic, and everything in between. My name is Denethar, and I am your host. Welcome everyone to Azeroth United. Thank you so much for joining us today. Whew, it's been quite the week in World of Warcraft. After that bombshell last week of the roadmap, so much to talk about, so much speculation. I did an entire show on the roadmap a couple days ago filled with uh, incomplete and incorrect predictions. So if you want to check that out, please, uh, it's episode 13. But uh, yeah, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, not a lot of new news has come out since then, but that's okay because they, they give us plenty to talk about uh, for both modern World of Warcraft and Classic. So uh, yeah, we're going to go through everything that is going on in WoW today and uh, what's coming up, and we'll touch on a little bit of the roadmap as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And as always, if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, or if you have a particular topic that you'd like to hear discussed, please email me at denethar1 at gmail.com, or you can leave a voice message by going to speakpipe.com slash United. Also, if you enjoy the show, please do consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That will help out our distribution. So if you're inclined to do so, we'd be very grateful. Ah, oh, so much going on, so much to talk about. So let's get into it. It's time for the news. In Blizzard news, the Blizzard holiday sale is up, so you can get discounts on various mounts, pets, transmogs, and game services until January 1st. So if you're inclined to spend some of your money on World of Warcraft items, or maybe there's somebody in your life who didn't get a Christmas gift, and you're like, hey, here, have a mount. Uh, yeah, definitely go check that out. Um, eh, I'm not really... Not really in the uh, habit of buying mounts off of the store, but that's okay. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people who, there's lots of mounts, lots of pets, lots of things that you can get off of there. So go check that out. There's a link in the launcher, but um, there will also be a link in the show notes uh, for the holiday sale. The Swift Windsteed mount is now available through Prime Gaming. So if you've linked your Battle.net account with your Amazon Prime account, you can get the Swift Windsteed wind steed mount boy that's a tongue twister from now until january 30th so um you definitely want to check that out uh if you have not linked your battle.net account to your uh, amazon account i do have a uh, link from blizzard on how to do so in the show notes as well so go ahead and check that out in wrath classic news the ruby sanctum raid will launch on january 11th yay no one cares Sorry, Wrath, you're dead. Uh, it's over. There's, Ice Crown is, is done, and, and that's pretty much it. And a lot of people are now abandoning Wrath because they don't want to do Cataclysm. But we'll get into that later. So, uh, yeah, like I said, not a lot of news coming out this week. Uh, they definitely hit us hard and hit us strong with the roadmap last week. So, um, yeah, I think they're probably enjoying a well-deserved Christmas vacation right now. Uh, not a lot, probably got the skeleton crew in there just to do maintenance and, uh, some of the technical backend stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't expect to hear anything new from Blizzard until after New Year's. So, uh, yeah, let's, um, let's just, uh, relax and enjoy the, uh, enjoy the week and, uh, we'll go from there. 
So on to this week in World of Warcraft. Let's talk about World of Warcraft. In Dragonflight this week, we have Season 3, Week 7. The the affixes for this week's Mythic Plus are the lovely Fortified, which is non-boss enemies have more health and deal 30% more damage. You know it, you love it, it's great. Afflicted... (laughs) All the healers just cried. Oh, oh, boy. While in combat, afflicted souls periodically appear and seek the aid of players. They must be healed to full or dispelled before they're cast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this one's terrible. Reduces haste by 100% for 10 seconds. How? It's so bad. Please, Blizzard, please get rid of this affix. It's awful. Uh, and then we have raging, which is non-boss enemies enrage at 30% health, becoming immune to crowd control other than interrupts. This one's not so bad. Uh, and honestly, the, the hardest part about fortified raging is that obviously as you get into higher keys, they're going to hit really hard and you can't really do anything to them to stop them. You can't stun them. You can't no CCs of any kind. So yeah, that's, that's not fun, but, um, if you're careful, it's, uh, it's, it's not difficult to, to get through the raging affix. So good luck and uh, may your vault treasures be something that you need an upgrade in. Uh, the Winter Veil event will continue on through January 1st. Uh, make sure you go pick up your gift uh, from Great Father Winter in Orgrimmar or Ironforge. Uh, there's a new gift available this year. It's pretty cool. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I'll go ahead and spoil it because uh, it's uh, a couple days after Christmas. But it's a toy that allows you to create uh, dragon ra- dragon riding race rings, and so you can fly around and drop little rings so that the people in your party can do a little custom dragon riding race. It's really cool. Uh, I think it lasts for like 10 minutes or something, but uh, yeah, pretty neat little toy. Um, and then if you go on your alts, then you have an opportunity to get toys from past years that you haven't gotten. So definitely go check that out. Um, you can also go rescue Metzen, the reindeer. From the Grinch in, uh, what is it? It's not Hills, Brad, Foothills. It's uh, Alterac Mountains. Uh, yeah, go go do that because you have a chance every day to get the Christmas uh, dragon riding armor for the Highland Drake, which is really cool uh, if you're into that sort of thing, uh, assuming you're not using the pirate one from Talk Like a Pirate Day. So... Uh, yeah, definitely go check that out. That ends after, I think it's early on January 2nd. So um, you're definitely going to want to go check that out in the next couple days. The weekly event this week is the Battleground bonus event. Yay! Sign the battle. Honor gains from Battleground objectives and wins increased by 50%. So yeah, if you're trying to get a bunch of honor, this is the week to do it. Uh, you can also get a quest, which is a call to battle. So if you win four random battlegrounds, you'll be rewarded with five marks of honor and 175 conquest. So conquest is great if you're really big into PvP. The marks of honor are great if you're really big into transmog. So definitely go check that out. The PvP brawl this week is the Shadow Pan Showdown. Uh, so you you, you got to go fight uh, the your opponent in the center of the arena, and you've got to activate your boss. And the first team to kill the other team's boss wins. So it's just a really simple uh, brawl. And of course, if you go in there, you can pick up the something new quest for 
uh, Marks of Honor, and some Conquest. So definitely go check that out. The brawls are a lot of fun. Um, I haven't done as many in Dragonflight as I had intended to, but, um, you know, just kind of pop in. There's there's really no pressure. It's something completely different than normal PvP. So if you want a PvP, but you don't want a PvP, or you want to do something that's different because you hate all the battlegrounds, definitely check out the brawls because they're a lot of fun. The Revival Catalyst is on its fourth charge this week, so we'll get our fourth charge, and then the fifth charge will be January 9th. And do remember that the charge will switch to weekly in 10.2.5, whenever that comes out. Uh, and your Dream Spark next week will be the fifth spark. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to craft another piece of gear if you so desire. So good luck with that. Um yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to get the fourth charge, though, because now anybody who's been extremely unlucky is going to have their four-piece, so that'll be cool. Um, I, I really I like how they did the, the catalyst this time around. It's a lot better than making everybody wait eight weeks and then releasing charges. Um, this way, by week seven, everybody has their, their four-piece, so that's pretty cool. I, I, I really like this, and I hope that they continue to uh open up the charges in this manner going forward in season four and in the war within so um hot fixes for the week there were quite a few hot fixes last week um the biggest things to note uh some buffs in in season of discovery druids got a buff for um feral uh priests got a buff for shadow and shamans got a buff for uh elemental so definitely go check out the uh, hot fixes are listed in the show notes um in the modern wow game uh we have uh, demon hunters got a nerf they needed it <laughs> they got a big old smack with the nerf bat uh evokers got a buff still still not enough for me to play my preservation evoker he is permanently retired uh, mages got a buff which is really interesting because i feel like mages were already doing okay and um yeah they, they got a buff that specifically only applies to PVE. So, I, yeah, I guess Blizzard just wanted to kind of up their damage a little bit, so that's cool. Um, Windwalker Monks got a buff, finally. I mean, I'm surprised Blizzard even remembered that the spec exists, but they definitely got a buff, um, and they put a note on here that says, we continue to keep an eye on Windwalker damage and feel they need a second incremental improvement to their relative performance. No kidding. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I did do a Mythic Plus with a Windwalker the other day who was doing crazy damage, so um, I think this is good. Uh, they definitely definitely needed that. So uh, Mistweaver's got a little bit of a nerf, and they also needed that because they were way out healing everyone else uh let's see what else we got uh retribution paladins shadow priests holy priests all got buffs assassination rogues got a slight nerf which is uh, a three percent uh damage reduction not huge but definitely just trying to balance the scales out uh shaman and warlocks and that rounds out the hot fixes so if you want to see your specific class or your specific spec you definitely want to go check out the show notes because we'll have links to all the hot fixes and um, you'll be able to look at the specifics for your class there. Um, we got some nerfs on Emergisil uh, for Farak and Smolderon. 
So it's just on mythic difficulty. So this is the point in the cycle where they start to nerf the bosses that are really tough on mythic so that more guilds can kill it because pretty much everyone who's done cutting edge at this point who can has done it. And so now they need to reduce the boss uh, damage and abilities so that more guilds can get in there. Um, you know, I really feel like that they need to just do a tournament realm. Just call it the Race to World first server and guilds can get on there and they can fight the bosses in like super mythic or something and let normal guilds just kill the boss in its original form. Because that stinks if you're progressing on Farak and you're at 5% and you just can't get over that last hump. And now they get you, the boss gets nerfed, and so now you beat it? Oh, well, you beat the nerfed version of Farak. Hmm, it's not as good. That just feels terrible. So I really wish that Blizzard would just say, okay, this is the Race to World first version of the boss, and everything else is what it's going to be pretty much going forward. So, But, you know, that's they didn't ask me, so <laughs> I'm just volunteering my information. Um, right. So... Uh, let's see. Aside from that, it looks like there were some other uh, modifications for Season of Discovery earlier in the week. But um, like I said, check out all the show notes and uh, you'll be able to find your favorite class and or spec. Let's talk about something new. So patch 10.2.5 is on the PTR currently. And while we did get a release date for Ruby Sanctum, which... Those two were supposed to get released in uh, early winter. Uh, we still don't know anything about the release for patch 10.2.5. Uh, there was a release candidate on December 14th, which is two weeks ago now. And typically in past PTR cycles, the release candidate is usually released um, or it's usually uploaded about two weeks before the patch gets on live servers. So this is a little weird because we do have the holiday and now we have a Wrath Classic patch that's going to go the week after New Year's. So it's possible we could see patch 10.2.5 on the week of the 16th of January. Um, or maybe we'll see it next week. I, I don't know. Maybe Blizzard will surprise us with uh, uh, the day after New Year's. Who knows? Um, but either way, uh, they have committed to January. Holly Longdale did mention in the blog for the road ahead, uh, uh, the map, uh, the roadmap is, uh, coming up next January. We have the seeds of renewal content update on tap, and we're currently keeping an eye on your feedback on the live public test realms for this update. So it is coming in January, uh, the 16th of the 23rd, I guess is the most likely now. Uh, we definitely... There's, there's going to be a lot in this patch. Um, we went over some of the uh, features earlier. We just kind of detailed them really quickly. But um, as a reminder, the uh, patch 10.2.5 will include worldwide dragon riding. So you can now dragon ride in all zones that allow flying. The speed is limited to 85%. So you're not going to notice an 85% version of dragon riding. It's still going to feel hella fast. 15% less of a billion miles an hour still feels fast. Um, but no dragon riding in zones that don't also allow flying. So no Draenei and Blood Elf starting areas, no Timeless Isle, no Maw, no Corthia. None of those zones will allow dragon riding because they don't allow regular flying. Um, I, you know, this is a really good feature that I honestly feel like they could have saved this for the next expansion and everyone would have been okay with that. 
and the fact that we're getting it in a dot five patch, I think is great. I think Blizzard has done a lot of things that are really surprising in just a side patch. Like, oh yeah, by the way, here's this really amazing new feature that we could have easily hooked you on for the next expansion, but we're just going to give it to you now. So I think this is great. And since the uh, Dragonflight will be the default leveling zone for all new players in The War Within, that means that these new players are going to get dragon riding pretty early on, and then they'll be able to fly their dragons anywhere. So that'll be really cool. I think... um, yeah, as soon as they get out of Exile's Reach, uh, they're going to go straight to the Dragon Isles and then the Waking Shore. You could do a few quests and then you're at the Ruby Life Pool. So yeah, that'll be pretty awesome. Speaking of Exile's Reach, the Follower Dungeons is another feature in patch 10.2.5. And this one is really cool because however many people you have in your party, the Exile's Reach NPCs will fill out the rest. And then you can run any of the eight original Dragonflight Dungeons on normal with your NPC party. And they're pretty smart. The tank will, if you pull aggro, the tank will taunt off of you. If you pull extra mobs, they'll go and pick them up. Uh, The tank is a paladin because, of course. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really fun. And you can can specify, you can say, I want to lead. So you can go ahead and pull on your holy priest and then the tank will taunt off of you. Or if you are a tank class, then, uh, yeah, you can definitely lead that. Or you can say, I don't want to lead, and then the NPCs will pull for you, and then you have to go pick up them up. So however you want to do it, it works really well. It's actually a really cool feature. And again, this is another one that I feel like it could have been a back-of-the-box feature for The War Within, and we're getting it in a dot five patch. Um, this is really great for if you are, if let's say you just got your two-piece, and you want to try out your new rotation, or you want to switch to a new spec. Maybe you're tired of playing holy and you want to switch to retribution. This is a great way to do it because the NPCs will wait for you. If you tell them, hey, hold on, let, let me let me lead for a minute. And then you just sit there and mess around with your add-ons and your, your weak auras. They'll wait forever. They will just sit there happily and wait for you. And then as soon as you're ready, they'll continue on. No complaining, no vote kicking, none of that nonsense. So it's really cool. Um, and the NPCs actually do pretty decent damage. Um, so it's, it's a fun, it's a fun little experience. I mean, you're not getting any really, you're not going to gear up this way because I think the follower, the normal Dragonflight dungeons will give 415 item level gear. So on the Explorer track, so nothing exciting. Um, but I mean, Hey, it's, it's something, and it's a feature that I think a lot of people will, will have a lot of fun with. Uh, let's see what we have next. Azerothian Archives. So <laughs> this is like, I don't know. It's a new public event. And so you're going to go and it's, you go to the archaeologists and they're digging up bones in the Dragon Isles and you'll do some tasks for them. Go pick up these bones, go pick up these old dusty tomes, go serve lunch to the archaeology crew. Um, and if you do all the tasks, then you fill up the bar. And if you fill up the bar, then you get a reward. If you don't fill up the bar in time before the event ends, then you get a big dragon that comes out and you have to fight the dragon. And that's it. And the rewards are pretty much all transmog. Uh, there is a mount that you can get, uh, but everything else is transmog. Now, there is a really cool backpack transmog that you can get from this, which is really nice. Um 
But yeah, it's just not like dream surges or time rifts. This is just transmog for fun. Nothing special. Um, yeah. So it's, um, it's, <laughs> I really don't know what to say. I mean, it's, it's a cool thing that they added in, but I, I don't really see this getting a whole lot of use once people get the transmog set or if people look at the transmog and they go, I don't need a giant magnifying glass one-handed mace. So, um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll pass on the Azerothian archive. So, uh, but either way, uh, definitely going to want to check that out when patch 2.5 launches because maybe you want the mounts, maybe you want the backpack transmogs. Um, so just go take a look and uh, yeah, have fun with that. Um, the Gilneas Reclamation. Okay, so this is a this is a sticky one for me because I'm still a little salty about Teldrassil and the fact that the Worgen are getting their home back and the Night Elves had to go find a new home, it sucks. It doesn't feel good. But I do understand if your house burns down, you have to go find a new house. It doesn't matter if it was Uncle Harold fell asleep with a cigarette in his hand or if a crazy undead banshee burned your house down with flaming arrows. Either way, you got to move. So, yeah, the Night Elves had to move. The Worgen are going to go reclaim their home. And I still hope, and not that I don't like Gen Greyman, I think he's a really cool character, but I'm really hoping that this is the end of Gen Greyman. He goes in there, he fights whoever he's going to fight, and then in the end, he sacrifices himself for the greater good, for his people, and um, then Tess Greyman can rule as the Queen of Gilneas. I think that would be awesome. Um, Gen really hasn't had anything to do since... Uh, Battle for Azeroth. And uh, quite honestly, I don't really see him doing a whole bunch going forward. So uh, I hope they take this opportunity to kill him off um, and bring in some new new interesting characters. So uh, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be just a, a short quest line followed by a scenario in which we're going to fight against different NPCs. And I guess there will be a Gilneas, a usable Gilneas on the map after this. I, I don't know. Um, because uh, Blizzard has hidden some of the finale of this uh, particular feature, so uh, we'll have to we'll have to see what happens when this patch launches. Uh, speaking of the Night Elves, uh, yeah, so they're getting their new home, which is Bellameth, which is on Amirdusil, the World Tree. Uh, they've got a little town there. They've got a harbor, um, and as I mentioned previously, the Horde are able to go there because it is a sanctuary city. But they do have a debuff on them that. Uh, indicates that they are being watched, so don't screw around. Um, if you start causing trouble, you will be taken out by the Sentinels. So I guess at some point we could um, change it so that the Horde's not allowed if the factions go back to war. But honestly, at this point, I feel like the faction conflict is so old and nobody really cares. So that's fine. Let the Horde come and hang out in Bellameth. That's fine. I won't be there, so... The horde can the horde can stay there. That's 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 fine. Um, oh, I didn't mention this earlier, but along with dragon flying in the uh, old world, the Drakthir will get a dragon flying option for their characters. So this will be really cool because right now Soar is absolute garbage, uh, which is another reason why I don't play my Drakthir. But uh, yeah, Soar is terrible. You get one up and two forward, and that's it. You're done. So they will get full dragon flying now. So they'll get their vigor bars. They'll get their the whole thing. So that'll be really cool because it didn't really make any sense to have a dragon who can't really fly 
flying on another dragon. What? This didn't make any sense. So I'm, I'm glad to see that that's, uh, that's coming in. We'll, that will be really cool. And then we're going to get a Dragon Isle epilogue quest line. Um, yeah, that, it's, you know, I'm still a little bitter that we are getting a season four of Remix rather than uh, continuing the storyline and with a new raid and, and whatnot. Um, I like Farak. He's, he's a really cool villain. I don't know that I necessarily like him as the final boss of Dragonflight, but it is what it is. So we'll get the epilogue to the Dragon Isle story in the next patch. So that'll be really fun. And um, yeah, I, you know, wh- whatever. If you haven't done the story because you're, you're too busy doing arenas or Mythic Plus, um, yeah, I, I would go check it out. It's, it's worthwhile. Um, the only issue that I have with the storyline is that it's hidden behind Renown. And I find that that's a very poor way to handle the story because then you have players who didn't do the Renown because Blizzard told us it wasn't necessary. And now they're being forced to do so if they want to see the story. So I don't know. I I kind of hope that that is something that goes away and they they just give us the story. Timegate the story. That's fine. Have it. Oh, you get a new chapter every week. I'm fine with that. I don't care about getting all the story at once. I don't necessarily want to have to grind Renown for a faction that I don't care about just so I can see how the story unfolds. So um, Blizzard has said that they are trying to improve their story delivery. So not to have too much story in external media or story hidden behind uh, raids or quests or I'm sorry, or dungeons. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But um, for right now, You've got to get renowned to find out what happens in the end. Uh, and I guess there's going to be some holiday updates. So Love is in the Air will get an update. I don't think that there's anything new for the Lunar Festival, but uh, Love is in the Air definitely will be getting an update. So hopefully they will improve the drop rate for the Love Rocket. But if not, best of luck. I know there's a lot of people who are still trying to get that. I never got mine. And quite honestly, I don't care. So um yeah, that's uh, that's it for patch 10.2.5. A lot of features in a dot five patch. This is in the in the absence of a new raid. This could be a a new like a dot zero patch, a full season with the amount of content that's in here. But this is a dot five, and there's no new raid, no new dungeon. So uh, yeah, we'll just continue on with season three with this one. It's time for the weekly rant. So this week, in lieu of a rant, I thought I would do a World of Warcraft in 2023, a review. Uh, Yeah, there was a lot of World of Warcraft in 2023. And as we talked about last week, there's going to be even more World of Warcraft in 2024. Um, But I just wanted to kind of touch on some of the highlights and uh, some of the... um, the best of and maybe some of the worst of of, uh, World of Warcraft throughout the year. Um, We got a lot of WoW this year. Uh, Not only did we get two new um, .0 patches in Dragonflight, we got three patches in Wrath Classic. So we got Ulduar, Trial of the Crusader, and the Icecrown Citadel patches. Um, In addition, we got the Embers of Naltharion, the um, Abarus uh, raid and the Guardians of the Dream, the Amir Dussel raid. Also, we got Classic Hardcore and we got Season of Discovery. So 
we got a lot of World of Warcraft. And not only that, there was the the longest period of time before a large update to World of Warcraft. Um, the largest period in between two updates was 56 days. 56 days. This is like vanilla timeline when they were releasing new content every few weeks. Um, but the content they were releasing of vanilla was all garbage because they didn't know what they were doing. This is crazy fast that we're getting content. Um, they said they want to do eight every eight weeks and they pretty much did every eight weeks. Uh, we got the, I believe it was the 10.1.0 patch was a good 12 weeks or so, 11 or 12 weeks, uh, until the 10.1.5 fractures in time. But you know, they got really close with how they were releasing content and their plan going forward is to release the content even faster. We're talking about five season of discovery updates. We're talking about cataclysm classic launching, and they're going to do two content updates before the end of the year. We're talking about a new expansion, the war within that's going to release at the end of summer. I, I this is absurd. And we're going to get a dot five patch in the war within before the end of the year, before the 20th anniversary of world of Warcraft. So the, the amount of content that has come out in the past year and that will come out in the next year is just mind-boggling. If you compare that to Shadowlands and how we went, there was there was a point where I think we went 230 days with no new content. We were just sitting there in Corthia doing nothing. It was so bad. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, honestly, Shadowlands wasn't that bad. You know what? The final version of Shadowlands where we had Xerath Mortis and we had the, the Sepulchre, the first ones, that wasn't so bad. I didn't mind the last season of Shadowlands or the last two seasons of Shadowlands where we could change our covenants. We could, um, th there was so much content. There was so much to do. I really, really enjoyed the end of Shadowlands. But the first year of Shadowlands was god-awful. It was so bad. That being said, I have to say that... <laughs> And I know I'm going to get some hate for this, but I do kind of miss the mission table. It was really cool to be able to log in and say, oh, I'm just going to send out my missions real quick. And then uh, I've got to go do something else. And so you log out and then your little NPCs go do stuff. Now, the mission table in Shadowlands was by far the worst implementation of the mission table. But still, it was kind of nice to have that versus in Dragonflight now, where if you want to go do something, you have to go and do something you can't just say oh let me just go knock out a farak assault real quick no you gotta buckle up put on your put on your pants and and let's hit this hard because this is going to be uh you know 30 minutes of fighting these guys and slogging through it and waiting for farak to fly across the zone before you you get the the minion dragon and you have to fight him and he's knocking everyone around and it, yeah that's rough and I like the rewards, but I feel like the Super Bloom is a really good example. I feel like they could have implemented the Super Bloom in a much less threatening way. So pull it back a little bit. Let's 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 make this a little more um, palatable. But that's the problem with what we've gotten. We've gotten so much content in Dragonflight that we're nitpicking 
the the quality of the content instead of saying we haven't gotten any content it, it, we we got okay so in in the first patch uh, or the the launch of dragonflight we had the uh, the primalist storms event plus we had the hunt plus we had the feast plus we had the assault on dragonbane keep um there was a lot that we got in that first in, in the launch patch then we got the primalist future in patch 10.0.5 then we got these ascara vaults in 10.07 then we got the frack assault and researchers under fire in 10.10 then we got the time rifts in 10.15 then we got the dream surges in 10.17 now we have the super bloom and the emerald frenzy in 10.2 there's no way that anyone a year and a half ago was looking at the future of world of warcraft and thinking yeah we're probably going to get like a good eight world events that that are timed and that you can do and that you can get gear from that's probably what's going to happen nobody thought that and here we are now in december a year later crying over oh well there's too much content there's too much to do and it's it's too long seriously people we are eating so well right now and we have no cause to complain now if we want to offer some constructive feedback like hey blizzard you could clean this up a little bit that's fine but man we have gotten so much this is i am so thrilled with dragonflight and as i said previously dragonflight would easily have been my top expansion of all time if it weren't for the truncated season four uh, that's the only thing that knocked it out of the top spot for me. But otherwise, this is one of the best expansions they've ever launched. And when you consider the fact that they are also simultaneously running Wrath of Lich King Classic, Hardcore, and Season of Discovery, it's crazy. Blizzard has a great team now for World of Warcraft. A team that, honestly, a few years ago was, was kind of crappy. I'm just saying. I don't want to dog on anyone, but... They weren't exactly hitting it, hitting out of the park. Uh, they had more misses than than hits. It was just it was a rough time for World of Warcraft. You know, we're talking in the at the end of Legion, Battle for Azeroth, beginning of Shadowlands era. It was rough, uh, but they've recovered. They're coming back stronger than ever, and they're hitting us hard with the War Within and the World Soul Saga in general. I mean, they're talking maybe eighteen month expansions which would give us the end of the, the World Soul Saga by 2029. It's crazy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying what we've got so far, and I'm really looking forward to the future. I'm really not even sure what is going to come because we've got things on the calendar or on the roadmap that we don't even know what they are. Um, they might have told us what it's called, but that doesn't mean we know what it is. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely more surprises in store. Um, and if, if this past year is any indication, uh, it's going to be a wild ride. So enjoy. If you are a world of Warcraft fan, definitely enjoy this. Um, we, this is, we're going to look back on this and we're going to go, that was, that was the heyday of world of Warcraft. That was when it really peaked. You, you thought it was Legion. You thought it was wrath. No, it was the world soul saga and that era of wow. So Say what you will. And I know there's been some criticism of the story. I get it. You don't want love and family. You want murder and mayhem. Because at the end of the day, we're all murder hobos. But the reality is, 
everything in Dragonflight has been so far above and beyond what anyone expected. So that's my rant for the week. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. But uh, in all honesty, it's it's been it's been a great year for World of Warcraft, and I'm really happy that I started this podcast. I'm really happy that there are people who are at least downloading it. I don't know if anybody's actually listening because I haven't gotten any feedback. So definitely, if you are listening and you think, "Hey, dude, you could do a little bit better," or "Hey, I really like your podcast," or "Hey, um, stop talking so much about Dragonflight." please let me know. Send me an email, denathar1 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, so anyway, with that, I think that'll wrap up our show for today. Um, it's been so nice, and I'm really happy to to be here at this point, and I really appreciate everyone who has downloaded and who has listened. So um, please continue to do so. If you want to contact me, as I said, you can reach me at denathar1 at gmail.com. Uh, I do sometimes occasionally stream on Twitch. So that's denathar01. Or you can check out my YouTube channel, which is at denathar01. I don't do the X Twitter thing anymore. I gave up on that a long time ago. So uh, if you want to contact me, uh, those are the ways. Um, and yeah, that's it. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you in Azeroth.